everyone and welcome to Biblical Truths. So today the topic is, I feel like a common one, but I um, think I'm going to put a slightly different spin on it. And so the topic for today is love God, love people. And um, in my experience over the last three years, one of the challenges that I had was um, people telling me that uh, people that I used to do life with, um, and I used to be really good friends with, um, betraying me, and then, like, treating me really bad, but they would say that they love me, they love Jesus, and they are following Jesus. Other times, they would just say, I love Jesus, and I'm following Jesus, insinuating that, like, I don't matter, I'm not important, or, like, I'm not worth putting any effort into because they love Jesus, and they're following Jesus. Um, and... Like, immediately, what came to my mind, like, after being in the Word for, like, so many years, um, having grown up in um, the hospital, like, reading the words, like, one of the things that kept me sane. And so you learn a lot. Um, and someone like me is, like, You believe things, and so I believe the word of God, but I'm also, at that time, I was also naive, so it's like I also believe people when they say things, but I've learned over the last three years that people don't <laughs> always mean what they say, and I know that's true, but that even goes for people, for me, um, that goes for like people that you even call friends like maybe that's something that needs to be worked out in me because betrayal trauma is a lot um to deal with so it's like you have to get all the stuff out of you um that happened so it's but we've already talked about that that's been um discussed and um it's something that I've healed from you always have to like stay on your toes or like you're always on your toes afterwards in relationships with people because of um being betrayed by people that you thought were once your good friends um anyways i forgot that i forgot the trail that i was on there but um Loving God and loving people are two sides of the same coin. You can't love God and not love people. Like, if you love God, you're also going to love the people that God placed in your life. And you're not going to treat them like trash. Um, you're not going to treat them like dirt. You're going to treat them like they are a beloved human being. You're going to lay down your life for them. 
you can't you can't love God and not love the people that he's placed in your life you can't love God and treat the people that he's placed in your life he sent to help you and encourage you with disgust and hatred and hypocrisy like you can't love God and not love <laughs> people especially the people that he's placed in your life I don't know like how often how, like how much I can say that without because it just it's like I even said that like even in one of our conversations where it was said that I love God and I'm following I love Jesus and I'm following Jesus and I'm like well loving God and loving Jesus are two sides of the same coin like I I basically I spoke up and I said that um but there's no amount of anything you can say to someone who's not willing to listen and who isn't doesn't isn't teachable at all um and doesn't listen to wisdom or reason um and so I have a, a um verse that comes to mind while I'm talking to you that I've been actually reading for a while and First John 4 is one that, like, is really good. Um, here we go. I could read this whole thing, and I probably have... Um, read this before, but here we go. First John 4, starting in verse 7. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as, a, as an entire as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us, and his love is made complete in us. Okay, so yeah, I'm going to get to it. Um, no one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. This is how we know that we live in him and he in us. He has given us of his spirit and we have seen and testify that the father has sent his son to be the savior of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the son of God, God lives in them and they in God and uh, and so we know and rely on the love God has for us God is love it says it for the second time in this one chapter whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them 
Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. This is how love is made complete among us so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. Therefore, there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. We love because he first loved us. So if we have, if we, like, this chapter says it, like, over and over and over again. If we love God, we're going to, we, you, there, you can't help but love other people. You can't help but love the people that God has placed in your life. So you can't separate loving God and loving the people that he's placed in your life. You can't, you can't separate it's two sides of the same coin verse 20 whoever claims to love here we go verse 20 whoever claims to love god yet hates a brother or sister is a liar whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love god whom they have not seen says it right here right here in the word of god and he has given us this command here we go. This is the kicker. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. It says it right here. It's basically saying you can't separate loving God from loving people. And just so you can get like another viewpoint of this, let's look this up in a different translation. Okay, so the Passion Translation, verse nine, starting in verse 19. Um, our love for others is our grateful response to the love God first demonstrated to us. Anyone who can say, I love God, yet have hatred toward another believer, this makes him a phony. Because if you don't love a brother or sister whom you can see, how can you truly love God whom you can't see? For he has given us this command. Whoever loves God must also, must also demonstrate love to others. I love that. Like for who for he has given us this command, whoever loves God must must also whoever loves God must also demonstrate love to others. All right, so let me see if I can. <laughs> okay, this is the message version. We though are going, we though are going to love, love and be loved. First we were loved, now we love. He loved us first. If anyone boasts, I love God, and goes right on hating his brother or sister, thinking nothing of it. He is a liar. If he won't love the person he can see, how can he love the God he can't see? The, the command we have from Christ is blunt. Loving God includes loving people. I, I didn't even plan this. <laughs> I didn't plan to read this verse in another translation. I, I didn't even plan to read this verse. It just came to me while I was speaking. 
<laughs> the commands we have from Christ is blunt. Loving God includes loving people. You've got to love both. <laughs> uh, I love doing these podcasts with you all because I see things um, more blunt and punchily too. Like it just builds me up and encourages me like these podcasts with you which is like the whole purpose it's really for me and if it encourages people um that's just an extra bonus <laughs> um but like and i'd love to help people that have gone through this too but just like wow and there are other places in the word of god too that talk about um um anyone so there's some i think it's in matthew one of the gospels it says like if you like hating someone in your heart hating a brother or sister in your heart is basically like murdering them <laughs> um and, and honestly that's true um let me see if i can find that for you One sack. Looks like my internet's kind of like going in and out. Let's see if I can find. Oh, here we go. So, First John. Back in First John, so an, an earlier chapter. Um, let me go back to NIV for now. This is just so good too okay first john 3 starting in verse 11 for this is the message you heard from the beginning we should love one another do not be like cain who belonged to the evil one and murdered his brother and why did he murder him because his own actions were evil Ooh, that'll preach so i just got it like another thought and revelation of like so one of the questions that i would like ask myself is like why would somebody flip like completely do a 180 and become a completely different person and like why would somebody that says they love god like treat me so bad like why would they like treat me basically like they hate me like i'm dirt under their feet and i'm beneath them and just all this bad stuff and this just spoke to that on another level it's like why so it's like so it says and why did he murder him like why did why was i treated this way because their own actions were evil um so it says and then mine were righteous so it says because his own actions were evil and his brothers were righteous do not be surprised and that's not like putting me as like 
oh, I'm perfect because I'm not perfect, but it's showing that um, my actions were righteous. Um, so verse 13, do not be surprised, my brothers and sisters, if the world hates you. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love each other. Anyone who does not love remains in death. Anyone who hates a brother or sister is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life residing in him. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. How funny. I was just praying about this verse this morning, talking to God about, talking to, them talk, um, talking to God about this verse this morning. Um, uh, the rest of this is good, too, so I'd encourage you to just go read it. But, like, you can't love God without loving people. Like the word of God says, it's two sides of the same coin. You you need you can't have one without the other. Well, you you can't have loving God without loving people. Um, you actually can love people without loving God, but that's not the issue that we're talking about here. We're talking about people saying that they love God and hating a brother or sister, treating a brother or sister bad, treating a sister bad, um, and still claiming that they love and follow Jesus. That's the issue, and you can't have that without having love for your brother or sister, without having love for your sister. Um, and so, yeah, that's the topic. So if this is something that you're struggling with, I um, encourage you to read more on it, read the verses that I shared with you, read the book of John and um, first, second, third John. Those are all good um, topics for this subject. Uh, so is Romans 16 Corinthians. For Honestly, the whole Bible is riddled with like, and there's so many things, so many things riddled throughout the whole Bible. And it's like the same thing. And it all like intertwines and inner, like twists with each other. And it's like all throughout the word of God where you can't have love for God without love for people as well. Um, Isaiah 58 comes to mind, and I believe I read that to you all before. Um, it's basically like, what what does the Lord, like, what does the Lord accept as fasting? Set the oppressed free. Like, give the food, hungry food, like, like treating like it's 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 has to do with people and encouraging people and being in the hands and feet of Jesus to people so you can't love God without loving people it's riddled throughout the whole bible the whole bible you can't get away from it um <laughs> yeah I might want to read something to you all. Let me um, see first. Because um, this sparked this like thing that I didn't even, like I forgot to even talk about. Because it was one of the significant things. Um... Uh, 
this is kind of personal, but I might, I think I'm going to share it anyway. So it says, this is something that came up from one of really both of the unsaved people and some other people, some others in the group. One would say, I love Jesus insinuating that I don't matter. Another bad stuff. Like, I would be treated like dirt and talked to like I wasn't even a person or human being. I literally would think, you say you love Jesus, but if you did love Jesus, you would treat me like you love me too, but you don't. And I would speak up and say something about it and not that it's two sides of the same coin. Loving Jesus and loving your neighbor, but... Also, in other conversations, they'd say, I love you, like, we're eternity friends or whatever, friends, whatever. Not It wasn't even said, like, once or twice or three times or five or ten times, but often. And then everything else that would be said and done would, like, contradict that. Um, someone else would say, like, that they loved me and smile in my face, but say and do backhanded, sneaky, underhanded things. Um, and no one would or does question that person, nor do they see it. And if they do see that it's wrong, like they continue to let it happen, which means like they're unsafe people too. It's not just with one th- thing, but several things. And some other person would say like, me but there's no evidence in it and it's the same with some other people and I I feel like this is odd to say maybe this is kind of where I was going in the beginning to where I lost my track of things but I feel like it's odd to say but it's I'm I am at a place in my life where I'm kind of sick of people telling me that they love me um like I I cringe uh, and I think it's a load of crap because, because um, and this is where I need to grow and heal. Um, you know, I think that's what I was saying because there is like betrayal, people who betrayed you. But not only that, but people who you were once good friends with, they did a 180, they go to church, they say they love Jesus. You could... You th- thought you could saw you saw evidence of that in your life for them to flip on you, to say they love you but treat you like you're not a human being, and to treat you with hatred. Like just puts you in a space that makes you not want to believe that it's like literally Satan trying to tear you down, trying to tear me down, and honestly that's what happened. And the whole thing's like bizarre. Um, but I'm seeing, like, how common this is, actually, and that's really a sad thing, um, and I really want to use, like, what I've been through to help encourage other people, so hopefully I can get past this, because I, at least, I can get, hopefully I can get past, like, not believing people, and not cringing when people, or cringing when people are, like, they love me. Um, because you have to be able to receive love too. Um, and I think it's somewhere now that I'm just, I'm cautious of it and I'm not as quick to believe people when they tell me they love me because of this betrayal of church people, quote unquote, that I, 
um, was once really good friends with and, like, how, like, disgustingly bad that turned out to be. Um, the morning that I, like, realized this is something I actually hadn't talked about or made an episode about, really, um, I, I was reading a devotion um, like how, that you can't have love for God without love for other people and love for our neighbor and like it just all it resurfaced so here I am talking about it so this is done and taken care of good um, um, I definitely still feel like being myself um There's just a lot of things, like, you have to learn to become, like, so before I was naive to these things, now I'm not. So it's, like, being yourself, but being a an alert version of yourself, of things that you didn't think you had to be alert to, because you should be, You it's not something that you should have to look out for, but you actually do, if that makes sense. <laughs> um... But, yeah, um, there's something, I'll end with this, and by the way, I hope this encourages you, um, in some way, I hope it confirms you, affirms you, I hope God uses it to confirm you and affirm you, and to encourage you, and to lift you up and to just speak to your heart. Um, So I'm going to leave you with this. It says, sometimes you don't realize how terrible someone treated you until you're explaining it to someone else. And that's true. Um, Don't let what you go through change you so that you don't look like the person that God created you to be. Um, That's something that I'm thankful that... um, hasn't happened to me I thought it did at some point because when you're going through dark times it's like you it's hard for you to see straight especially like when your heart is genuine and you're trying like really hard like don't let what you're going through change who change you to be someone unrecognizable who God hasn't created you to be don't let it make you become hard Instead, let it shape you to be confident and to stand up for yourself and to speak up. Um, And while still also knowing when to be soft and compassionate and filled with empathy and things. Like, it's a new level of using your wisdom and your knowledge and your understanding and your discernment. Um, So, I just encourage you. I hope this encourages you. I hope... God uses us to encourage you, and I will see you all next time.